The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory, Glory to you, Lord. Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, who has looked with favor on me, a lowly servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is the name of the Lord, whose mercy is for the God-fearing from generation to generation. The arm of the Lord is filled with strength, scattering the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. God has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. God has helped Israel, the Lord's servant, in remembrance of mercy, according to the promise God made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. The Gospel of the Lord. Mothers, I've been noticing moms lately. New moms at Holy Trinity with the birth of three infants in this past month. Energetic moms with their children on the playground, which is just in my backyard. And the mothers that I know who are yearning for a child, but enduring miscarriages and endless loss. But mostly in these last weeks, I've been noticing the mothers who are separated from their children at the southern border. And we've all noticed, haven't we? Gut-wrenching stories of young children, even infants and toddlers, separated from the only family that they know. Marcy told her story on NPR. She paid $25,000 to have a smuggler get her to the border so that she could seek asylum from her abusive husband in Guatemala. And while she was waiting in the detention center, holding her three-year-old son sleeping in her arms, cradled in the comfort and security of his mother, they took him. He was taken from her loving arms and moved to another location and another family. Can you imagine the pain, the anger, the anxiety that Mercy experienced, that other moms and dads have endured as a broken immigration and asylum-seeking system has done this to countless other families. I get frustrated just hearing story after story and feeling like there's nothing that I can do, that there's no way to respond. Because I feel connected to these mothers and moms everywhere who seek peace and wholeness for their families. And maybe that's a bond that we all share, regardless of gender or whether or not we're a parent. 
but today we celebrate the feast day named Mary, Mother of our Lord. And so I'm going to stick with moms for a bit. Today we honor Mary, the one who birthed God. And on this feast day, we give thanks that she said yes to God's call to bear Jesus. And then we, with Mary, open our lives to the mystery of the Holy One living among us. Now, Mary is much more than a quiet, mild peasant girl turned saint. In today's Gospel reading, we see her strong faith in God, and we hear her bold witness to the one who does marvelous things. When Mary announces her pregnancy to her cousin Elizabeth, she sings a song of praise and proclamation. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. The Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is God's name. Yet, Mary's song is not just a hymn of praise to God. In it, she also publicly proclaims what God is doing in the world turning the world upside down, and bringing justice to the lowly, which can also be translated the poor. She boldly testifies that God is doing something great, something that has never been done before. Now, most of us here are used to hearing these words. We say them, we hear them read every Sunday on Mary Day in the year, and then we also read them again at Advent, so we're kind of used to hearing the words. But in Mary's day, She could have been arrested or even executed for saying these things. That God will throw down the rulers from their thrones. That God will lift up the poor and lowly. That God will fill the hungry with good things and send the rich away empty. These are scandalous statements for a poor girl on the outskirts of the reigning Roman Empire. In this little book that I found on Pastor Mueller's shelf, Mary of Nazareth, Prophet of Peace, John Deere writes, Mary is not a passive saint. She's a contemplative and an activist, a mystic and a revolutionary. Mary is the mother of God, and so she boldly proclaims God's word of nonviolence to a world of violence. She proclaims God's revolution of justice to a world of injustice. She is blatantly political. She disturbs the culture's complacency and stirs up trouble. Imagine that. (laughs) Mary, mother of Jesus, a revolutionary. Now, Mary is, of course, a model disciple for contemplative and faithful living, but she's also a disciple who is active and prophetic even before Jesus is born. As a mother, she fed, played with, loved, and disciplined the Holy Child. But she was also his first teacher. And from her, I'm sure that Jesus learned many things, as children often do from their mothers, right? We hear from Jesus later on that same revolutionary, turn the world upside down, prophetic word that's been proclaimed to the disciples throughout the generations. Love your enemies. Hunger and thirst for righteousness. Forgive. Seventy times seven. Peace be with you. 
We see in Mary's revolutionary spirit, we see Mary's revolutionary spirit in Yolanda Lopez, the artist who created the bulletin cover for today. Look at it now and maybe read the part in the back of the bulletin later. But Yolanda, as an artist, she seeks to lift up through art those who are no, not noticed or forgotten, the lowly. We get a glimpse of Mary in the mothers who cry out for an end to systemic racism that makes young men with brown bodies more susceptible to gun violence and police brutality. We see Mary in the people who speak a bold word of truth, denouncing political leaders who use their power and privilege for their own personal gain instead of for the poor and oppressed. And we see Mary in mercy and all the people seeking refuge from violence and war, lovingly holding a sleeping baby and hoping beyond hope that her world would be turned upside down so that she can live freely in peace. In Mary's yes to be God-bearer for the world, she sings a song of gladness and revolution focused on God's greatness and God's action. And if we dare to follow Mary on the journey from contemplative to prophetic witness, a time will come when we too will have to break through the culture's silence and speak out publicly for God, siding with God, proclaiming God's greatness and announcing God's saving action, denouncing the violence that insults the God of peace. Mary's song gives all of us confidence in God's grace, for the Holy One chooses to work in and through us, too, to bear God's light and love and mercy to a broken world. Can you see yourself in Mary? Can you hear that you, too, are blessed and chosen by God? All who are lowly are encompassed in the hope that Mary proclaims, and God looks with favor on you and calls you to bear light to a broken world, to proclaim in words and actions the mighty deeds of God, to share the good news that God's love and justice and peace are for all, that the mighty ones will be brought down from their imaginary thrones, and those who hunger for the goodness of life and love will be filled. May it be so. Amen.